0: Pants of people! This is David here with an exciting announcement. So during the heat of summer business, and while our good Rodriguez is traveling to Poland and Iceland, we are going to be taking a brief two-week break from our regular content.
1: But wait, David, how is that exciting news for me and my family? Well, listener, if you
0: just let me finish, I will tell you. You see, a while back, we all got together for a quiet Saturday afternoon for a fun experimental recording we had a little idea to try out some new game systems, play some new stories and characters, and release these fun side-adventures in a series we have lovingly titled Seat of Our Pants. Our first soup, that's the acronym, uh, is a four-episode series where we dive full-on into the even footing Games system called Babies and Broadswords. And let me tell you, it is awesome! Our very own Mr. Wolf is putting nose to the editing grindstone in these coming weeks to get these episodes out. So while our regular content is on a brief break. We'll be releasing these during our next two usual Monday slots, as well as our two bonus Friday episodes. So get excited, because this is not content you are going to want to miss. Expect laughs, thrills, and maybe even a couple tears. In the meantime, please enjoy this week's episode of oh, Fantasy Pants.
1: What you're thinking. I'm too old for a bedtime story. Heck, it's not even my bedtime. I'm driving right now, or I'm at work, or doing chores, and a story meant to lure me to sleep would be immensely irresponsible. And to that, I only have this to say. Once upon a time, there was an orphanage. This, however, was unlike most orphanages you would know. Lady Chastity's home for unwanted children and other errors and judgment was a wild, silly, chaotic orphanage, home to many children, many staff, and many, many stories. But this particular story mostly involves only a couple of children, and only one member of the staff. Alphonse the Janitor was a legend throughout the halls of Lady Chastity's. Alphonse was a paragon of cleanliness, safety, and comfort. He was a hero to the nurses and to the many children he met during his daily activities. He would play tag or hide-and-seek as he cleaned, and he would bake cookies for the children each and every morning. You see, Alphonse had a big heart, and he loved all children dearly. More than all of them, though, he loved his darling daughter, Valerie. Alphonse and Valerie lived in Lady Chastity's, having rooms in the old wing of the building. Valerie would play with the other children while her father worked. And while her mother was not with her, she carried always a locket with portraits of her two beloved parents. She was loved and she was happy. But alas, these good times were not to last. Valerie took sick, you see, very suddenly. And Alphonse spent every couple of his years in years of savings on potions and portices and other magical cures. Nonetheless, nothing was able to stop the vile illness. Valerie passed away. It is said that Alphonse shed not a single tear at the passing of his daughter. Instead, his heart simply shriveled to the size of an old raisin. His love shifted to dislike. His kindness melted away and he became very mean and grumpy. He took up smoking. He tore himself in the light of day and switched to dreaded night shift where he would be sure to never cross paths with another child and while he worked still as a janitor for lady chastities he vacated his rooms in the old wing and vowed to never return there weeks passed and alphonse held to that vow the nurses could not hold back the tide of mess and gross that accumulated during the days the old wing swiftly became a disgusting spill-covered garbage wasteland Home to solid diapers and dust of bunnies, it became known by another name to the resident children of Lady Chastities, a name spoken only in whisper and awe. The Valley of Filth. Eventually it all became too much and the wing itself was closed off forevermore. Legends speak of the many treasures left behind in the old wing, candies and cookies Crayons and coloring books. But never spoken of was the greatest treasure of them all. An old locket carrying the spirit of young Valerie. A locket that, on one fateful morning, would fall into the hands of a thief. This is Seed of our Pets, Babies and Broadswords.
2: So, so welcome um, to what we're calling The Seat of Our Pants, where uh, in between regular gaming sessions, we pick up another system, something that we haven't played before, and uh, play it by The Seat of Our Pants.
0: Oh, now I get it!
2: <laughs> so uh, our, our plan is to do these um, kind of whenever we want, hence the name. So the first game that we're playing is... As you know, Babies and Broadswords by Evenfooting Games. Um, we talked to Jason and uh, bought his, uh, his game off their website. Go check it out, evenfootinggames.com. They've got a bunch of games. Um, we actually know a few people from that sort of uh, that company, that universe, um, Spectral Craft Dice. She's uh, part of that crew. Um, on Instagram, we also have, uh, ham pod, another, uh, D and D podcast. Um, Oh wow. They're part of the, they're part of the crew, the even footing crew. And and I'm sure there are some others. Uh, sorry if I forgot anybody, but, um, great group of people. All the interactions I've had with them are awesome. So looking forward to, uh, to playing their system here. Hell yeah.
0: Hell yeah. It is a cool system. Uh, just didn't go all salesman for a minute. All right. throw my salesman wig. Um, (laughs) You guys ever wanted to play fantasy Rugrats? Because that's really what it comes down to. It's really cool. Like, it's just a really wild new way to, like, to experience a fantasy story. And what I want to do here is use this to experience like a micro story. You know, those little, little tales that happen in, 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 the world that to an adult is like, Hey, that's a, that's a passing anecdote. That's something. Um, but to a baby, to someone so new in this life and so small, all these little things around you are so magical and huge and exciting. And it turns a hallway into a, a valley. valley. And, and it, it, I just love that. I love that. A pile becomes a mountain. Um, there's so much you can explore in a setting like this, where even an orphanage becomes a sprawling fantasy world.
2: Yeah, Ad- adventure on a different scale.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's, it's just cool. It's a, per- a shift in perspective, but it really just, like, highlights uh, some really cool notes in the story that you wouldn't necessarily dwell on if you're playing a typical swords and sorcery large-scale game. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited.
2: Me too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, David is obviously going to act as our sitter, Yes, which is what even footing calls uh, a game master in their setting here. And, and, and we are using their broadly, their setting with a little bit of a homebrew twist. I understand. I don't know all the details, Uh, but
0: I'm using lady chastise is absolutely from the setting. Uh, I'm adding my own little district to it. You could say, Uh, and I'm doing some changes to some major characters, Uh, you know, just, just to, just to play around the system and have a little fun with it. But I mean, that's, that's the magic of these systems is you can play them straight. There's actually some really cool campaigns in the PDF. Uh, if you want to just check those out that really let you explore bits and pieces of this, uh, this setting, uh, that's that already made for you. But, uh, it's also really, really easy to just slide in here and just do your own thing.
2: Yeah. Mm. It, it's supposed to be a really casual, easy to pick up game, uh, something that you can play with the kids. You know what I mean? Um, there, there are optional big kid rules. And I think we're opting into most, if not all of those. and, and, I don't know, David. We might even add our own big kid rules along the way.
0: I have in mind a couple. Okay, sweet. Perfect. You know I like it mean. (laughs) But we're cute. (laughs) But we're so cute. (laughs) I'm so cute when I'm done with you. (laughs) Um, So speaking of cute, you guys want to make some characters? Yeah, let's do it. I'm all right. ready. All right. All right. So what's really cool, too, is, as you said, like, very easy to pick up and play. Uh, I actually have in front of me a very simple character creation breakdown. So I'm going to give you a step-by-step list, gentlemen, and you're going to fulfill your side of the list. Sound good? Perfect. Let's do this. Okay. Now, first thing you're going to do for your two characters, um, well, let's do this before that, because we're we're picking classes and all this stuff right now. Uh, do you guys want to talk about your characters' names, all that stuff, or do you want to hold on that till later?
3: I don't know. I'll... 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 Because we're
0: rolling like you, stats, Steven. yeah. So do we want do we want a name for these stats as we roll them? I don't want to just keep saying Steven's character.
2: Oh sure, yeah, that's fine. Um, my character, I'm gonna play a uh, a human warwalk <laughs> named T O, initials T O.
0: Hell yeah, <laughs> that's
3: awesome. And we'll
0: definitely get into a lot more warwalks are as it goes on because they are they're so fun. They're so funny.
3: Yeah. And uh, I am playing a dwarven punchy kicker <laughs> <laughs> named Bubbles
0: uh excellent. Just, just excellent. Um, all right, so let's start off with Tio here. Tio, um, we're going to make your big three stats. Mm-hmm. Now, because Steven is a an absolute fool, he wants to roll his stats again. And I know what you're thinking, pants people. <laughs> Why? That's the big kid the rule. The definition of insanity. Doing the same thing again and expecting different results. It's going to be three ones. That's that's,
2: that's exactly the, what's going to happen. That's the babies and broadswords big kid rule. And, and I'm... A bit of a big kid, yep
0: <laughs> w- arguable so <laughs> you can you
2: can take five three two It's yeah. it, it's a d six system and use those as your starting um big three stats, but They're i, I want i wanna play like big kid, so yeah. um
3: i mean you this, could could get five 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 could get five five, you five. could get, could get six good. six six could get good oh, I've
2: got holy water that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened um. Yeah, so these three stats are going to be adventurousness, cuteness, and precociousness. Uh, basically, uh, adventurousness is your sort of physical attributes. Uh, cuteness kind of encapsulates your charisma and ability to sway others. Uh, and precociousness is kind of like your intelligence and the power of your mind. Um, as a warwalk, uh, we do know that uh, Tio is going to use precociousness as her sort of main get in there stat. But if you don't roll a good one,
2: well, well, I'm at least thinking that we can roll three die and
3: choose
0: which yeah. way we choose, want to oh yeah, no, Of okay. course. But yeah.
2: you can roll all three ones. It's totally
0: possible. Uh, well, uh, let, let's, let's get rolling. Let's get
2: rolling. All right, you. I'll roll first. Uh, let's see. So eager to see the garbage you roll. Six, five, three. Oh, shit. Read them and weep. Read them and weep. Oh, that is beautiful. I am going... Six precociousness. David looks so angry it's right the holy now. Water. Five, five cuteness. It's the holy water. And three adventurousness. Oh, it's
0: pretty good. It's pretty good. Alright, alright. You got your stats. We you want a bubbles over here. Bubbles. Let's go. As a kickie puncher. Adventurousness is going to be your sort of key stat. So let's see if you get a good one. All right. five,
3: Dude, five, five. get out. What?
2: No, no joke. What is this? Three five.
3: Holy shit. Where am I going to put them? How am I going <laughs> to? <laughs> I can't <laughs> and it's even
0: funnier that you said oh you could roll all fives five, five five I'm I'm adding more bad things dude <laughs> wow that's that's amazing that's and really what, cool what makes now, it so now good these
3: these these great stats like will transfer over to to main campaign right
0: absolutely not <laughs> this is actually just karma because you're playing such garbage characters yeah. there
2: um fun, fun thing about to having uh six precociousness in in the in the book it says that if you have uh i mean we're, we're playing like four-year-olds a player or a character who has six precociousness can read sort of whoa sort of
0: oh dang whoa
3: yeah okay
0: that's that's big mm-hmm. that's real big um yeah i'd love to hear a little more about your backstories once we get through the character creation because i want to know Why can this Warwalk read? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get to the heart of this baby. But first things first, uh, now that you have your main three stats, we're gonna talk about your misfortunes. Now, this is essentially gonna work as your HP to a degree. Uh, What's interesting about this system is you have three different essential HP bars. There's gonna be ouchies, which are based on your adventurousness. Ouchies is basically taking physical damage. And if you take, uh, you basically go through all the damage that you have in your your ouchie misfortune bar, um, you gotta go take a nap. You're a baby. You're sad. It hurts it hurts. And you're not you're not happy anymore. You're leaving. You're done. It's over. <laughs> um, by rules in the uh, in the actual PDF, this essentially would mean the player has to take a break from the from the table and walk away for five minutes or so. Uh, then come back as time goes on. Um, I'm a jerk. <laughs> this happens to these chuckle nuts. Uh, you're out. I'm not not spoiling much. We have one night to complete this objective. Yeah. And uh, if you're taking a nap, you're not getting the objective done. Sorry. So, uh, so, so no, so we you don't want to. You wanna we, give folks a happy ending? Do good. Right, yeah. Play well. The
2: stakes are super high, though. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, take, take a break and go roll up a new character. <laughs> <laughs> you can come back when you're done rolling a new character.
0: <laughs> Pretty much that. Um, yes. So, ouchies is gonna be that. Uh, Grumps is based on your cuteness. And this is going to be uh, basically your ability to handle the mental stresses of baby life. Uh, so like a cute baby, you know, you can shrug off the stresses, play it cool a little better. But like basically eventually you know, things are going to make you annoyed, make you angry. And when it comes overwhelming, you can't control your emotions. You're a baby. Once again, you're out. You're getting out of there. Uh, you're either taking a time out because someone got you in trouble because you're being too mean. Or you might just have to fuss off because you're a baby and you can't deal with it. Fuss off! Fuss <laughs> off, baby! <laughs> and last but not least, we have tummy aches, which is based on your precociousness. Uh, basically, smarter babies know not to eat a bunch of garbage that's going to make them poop their pants. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um,
2: but or they should.
0: So, so <laughs> your sort of your intelligence is going is to determine how how much you can handle stomach wise. Um, basically, if this maxes out, you got to go. You got to go potty, and you're out. You got to leave and go potty or just drop to the ground and potty. I don't know. I don't care how you do it, where you do it, but you're not in the campaign anymore. All right. So how this is going to work, you're taking those main stats you got, and each one of you are going to roll a D6 on top of them to uh, figure out your actual uh, numbers here. So um, let's, once again, start with T.O.
2: All right. Let's see. My uh, my ouchies is my adventurousness plus D6. (laughs) It's a five, so I got eight. Uh, eight ouchies. Oh my gosh. Let's see. Cuteness. Out of the box. Was it a one? First one, keep it. Nope. That's a four. What? So four add five. Tummy aches. Last but not least. Max tummy aches. Let me see nice. those dice. Six plus nice. six. Let me see those dice. Dude. So so fun fact. Um I grabbed three D6 to do this. One of one of the D6 is uh from from uh, Sound Pukey Girl Rochelle. The other two D6 are from Spectral Craft Ice. <laughs> oh. So maybe that's why we're mm-hmm. rolling so damn well. David, you are fucked.
0: I'm in I'm in trouble. I'm gonna add more uh, more bad guys everywhere on the way. Um okay, so you got some pretty good stuff going on there. Let's uh, let's jump to you, Bubbles.
3: All right, I shall start with my adventurousness. And that is a 5 plus 4, so that is 9.
0: <laughs> you are the most unstoppable babies.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and cuteness. And that is going to be an 8. Last but not least, my tummy aches. Not so great. Ooh, that's, wow. that's a 6.
0: Rolled, Our first uh, one. I rolled a 1. Our wow. first one. Wow, okay.
3: All right. Still not the worst, because like yeah. my base is five. Yeah, so that's all right. That's, I'm
2: yeah. I'm I'm max precociousness, so I think we're going to be okay. We'll be with good. The, yeah. We'll be good. Yeah,
0: as long as you're not doing anything gross, tummy ache shouldn't be a problem, and there shouldn't be anything gross in the valley of filth. <laughs> Nothing at all. Don't worry about it. We're going to uh, have
3: so many dirty diapers.
0: So next up is part three. We already did this, because I wanted to, like, sort of— we, we knew what we were getting into going into this, which is choosing your class and adjusting your stats with any received bonuses. Uh, do you have any extra bonuses from your classes that are notable?
2: Um, yeah, Warwalks get a permanent plus one to any Precociousness skill challenge. Uh, a skill challenge type of their choice. So I think that means that I can pick any of these nine down here. Is that right?
0: Yes, any of the nine uh, sort of minor skill challenges we get to.
2: Okay, them. so I'm probably going to pick either Brainy, Crafty, or Guile because those are the, the Precociousness ones. A um, little bit of a spoiler. I already picked... A perk, which is plus two for Brainy, and a knack, which is plus one for Guile, so I'll stick that in plus one for Crafty, my, yeah. my class. Uh,
0: and actually, while we're here on Warwalk, uh, tell me a little bit about Warwalks. What's going on with Warwalks? What Do you, you have some starting gear? you have some weird sort of quirks as a character based on this? Uh, yes.
2: Warwalks begin the game with an old locket containing pictures of two people who are not their parents.
0: And minor spoiler, you don't have that one yet.
2: Yeah, um, the warwalk can commune with the ghost residing in the locket once a day, asking them one question, and a single red, red balloon that never pops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so warwalks are like they're like the creepy babies, right? That's yeah, that's exactly. the idea. <laughs> There's this unsettling, creepy, weird baby. Yep,
2: and um. <laughs> Do we want to get into sort of character details, some flavor stuff, or do we want to save that? I'll leave it to you guys. Well, let's let's save it until we're done
3: making.
0: All right. Um, Let's going on to you, Bubbles. Tell me about your uh, your class here. All right. For so, bunch about- of
3: kickers. I I didn't realize this too. I do get a permanent plus one to any adventurousness skill challenge type. So I'm going to add that to muscly.
0: That's a good one.
3: Good to little little tanky bubbles. <laughs> Uh, I also am equipped with a cozy, comfy headband (laughs) that says number one tough kid. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucks with bubbles.
0: Don't fucks with bubbles.
3: (laughs) Uh, And yes, I did also pick a perk as well. Uh, However, this was before we just rolled our stats, but I'm going to stick with it still. Uh, I chose the adorable lisp, which gives me a plus two to adorable.
0: Yep, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that's so great. even
3: though I'm a I'm a chunky dwarf, <laughs> I'm still cute as fuck.
0: <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, okay, so we got your classes in mind, and you actually just talked about your perks, so that we can skip four. Move on to quirks. Are we, are we looking at quirks here? Uh, quirks seem like they're more or less just flavor for your character, and I mean, if you guys have some ideas in mind, you don't need to go off the list. You can give me other, other quirks. Yeah, I, I picked a couple
2: from the list, um, and then I... I kind of picked one that isn't, I don't think on the list. So the, the first one, my kind of, uh, uh addition is quiet. I think, that fits. I think T O is going to be like strangely quiet.
0: Stephen hears, I don't want to do a voice. So no, 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 that's not, that's not at all. That's not at all.
2: But I'm, I'm thinking like, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of creepy war walk kid sort of traits. Yeah. so, makes so, sense. Teo is going to be quiet, she's going to be a biter, and she's going to be overly curious.
0: Oh, all right. Okay. I like that. That's a fun trifecta. Um, great. How about you, Bubbles? Uh,
3: I picked three. I picked them from the list. Um, first one is Snot-Nosed, <laughs> which we can get into a little bit more when we <laughs> go a little bit more in depth with our character traits. Uh, I also picked Stubborn. And then I picked Headbanger because he's always got music going in his head, and he's always uh, he's always jamming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hell yeah, these are these are pretty fun. I actually did not even look at the list. Um, I kind of like skipped over, but that's uh, that's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, great, we're moving on to knacks here. So these are kind of like your Big Mama Jamma uh, perk, right? Like this is kind of like you get one knack. I believe it's a one a day uh, basically bonus.
2: Yeah, I think I th- I, feel like, I feel like the perk was a bigger deal than the knack was. I'm not certain because my perk is a is a plus two to brainy skill checks and the knack. I just have a plus one to guile skill checks, but I have to double check because one of them I think is only once a day. Okay, let me pull up that all knacks require one cookie to activate and knacks can be used twice between breaks and reset after timeouts, whatever. We're not doing that. So there is no resetting.
0: Okay, all right.
2: Whereas perks can be used only once between breaks. Okay. So.
0: Okay. So I actually had that kind of, uh, pretty much backwards. Um, wow. So perks are, perks are pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. Perks are, perks are the big plus two once between breaks. Knacks are a plus one twice between breaks and they cost a cookie to use.
0: Awesome. Okay. okay. Yeah. And as I said, we're, this is the seat of our pants. We're definitely, uh, going flying by it this time around. Um, that just makes us fun because we can, we can jump into these games. Uh, a lot of these games are so easy to pick up and play that, that it's, it takes so little investment to just have a great time and tell a great story. I think that's kind of what we're here to sell. But let's, uh, let's move on to the last of these. Bubbles picked Big Bones. Oh, right, Big Bones. Big uh, Bones. Big Bones, very so, dwarven.
3: Yes, so I got a plus one, two beefy. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, beefy okay. skill challenges.
0: And uh, last but not least... We're talking about cookies.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. I cookies. forgot about cookies.
0: Starting cookie amount. These are kind of like a, a strange... They're both your sort of economy in this system, but also they they, they uh, some of your skills utilize them as well. So they're kind of like an action point system as well as uh, your actual like commerce in the, the world of Lady Chastities. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're going to do is roll really a 1d6 plus 3 to determine your starting cookie amount.
2: All right. Big roll. Oh, boy. Big roll. Nice. Five plus three eight. Hell yeah.
0: Wow. That's a lot of cookies. Been holding none on us, TO. <laughs> That's
3: four plus three. Seven.
0: You've rolled like one time below three.
3: <laughs> yeah, so far. We've had one roll below
0: crazy. three.
3: Crazy.
0: Yeah. This one pretty well.
3: I love it. Something
2: tells me our luck's gonna run out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. And so we have that that should be there your filled out sheets. Um, we have picks uh, races, but in the system there are no differences between the races. You can play literally anything. You want to be a Cthulhu, be a Cthulhu. Um it's it's pretty wild. So yeah, we have a human, we have a dwarf, we have two babies, and we have a story that is about to unfold. We're going to open on a a typical scene inside Lady Chastity's home for unwanted children and other errors in judgment. What we're gonna see as we pan down from a sort of sky shot on the camera, be be zooming through the ceiling of this large sort of chapel-style orphanage building uh, into one of the largest buildings inside. We see this gigantic communal play area. We see blocks and coloring books and crayons and uh, fucking broken cookies and uh, uh, toys everywhere. Just an absolute disaster. Uh, any adult looking in here would go gray-haired at once and turn around and leave. Uh, it's a nightmare. We see children screaming and crying, beating on each other, running around, playing games of tag with with 30 or so kids all running away from one. Um, stampeding. Through this mess of a room We see nurses, wild haired And, and wide eyed And just frantically running from place to place Trying to put out these tiny baby sized fires We see home For every child that lives here In a typical day you're going to see When you're just growing up In Lady Chastities. And we're going to zoom in on one particular child here We're going to look at a dwarf We're going to look At Bubbles Bubbles what are you doing in all this mess?
3: Uh, Bubbles is entirely oblivious to all the play and stuff that's happening around him. <laughs> How? He, he is, because <laughs> he's got a tune going through his head. Oh, hell yeah. And he's just kind of bouncing along.
0: Narrowly dodging kids, I, d- diving around and behind him, just using oh, upside around, so
3: around on blocks. <laughs> I think he's just like plowing through them like a bowling ball. He doesn't even realize they're there. He's just going. It's mm, mm,
0: mm. <laughs> beautiful. Oh, tell me a little about bubbles. What do he look like?
3: A uh, short, stout dwarf, obviously. Um, and even though I'm four years old, I'm a dwarf, so I got some mutton chops going on. <laughs> not, not, not a full beard yet, but uh, yeah, some mutton chops. Uh, my hair is starting to get a little long. It's still kind of scraggly, not, not full yet. It's you know, a little, little. Uh, what is it like tinsel threads? almost <laughs> like, like it looks pretty sad, but I mean, you know what it's gonna be when I grow up.
0: Oh hell yeah. <laughs> um you are you are newer here at the orphanage. Yes. Tell me a little bit but, but, but what happened there. What's your what's your past?
1: It's a dark, uh-huh. stormy past, bubbles.
3: My uh my parents just dropped me off here. <laughs> one day. <laughs> They got tired of all my uh, my head banging, my, my jamming, and uh, also my nose.
0: Your nose? It's
3: extremely runny, and <laughs> I blow bubbles oh, no. out of my nose all the time, and I'm fucking proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know if Bubbles was actually my real name. That was intended to me. That's just the name I came up with because they just got so sick of my bubbles. And they talked about my bubbles all the time. And that's all that I know.
0: So the name predates Lady Chastities. It's not <laughs> you came here and people were like, That kid blows bubbles, his name's bubbles. Let's your parents were him. like yeah. Your parents were like, That kid blows bubbles, his name's a bubbles <laughs> I love it. I love it.
2: Oh, amazing. And and nose drippings and nose bubbles are are Particularly hazardous for a child who's always walking around with a beat
3: in his head, head banging. Uh huh. Oh no! Spraying all oh, the, the, the walls. images. No, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, actually, thank thank you for uh, for adding that. Yeah, because, thank you, Steven! Because, so <laughs> as I'm walking through, bobbing my head and jamming, uh, no. as I'm going through people, no, mm-hmm, no, yeah, they're Don't getting do... they're getting
0: sprayed like no! Beethoven. Sprayed. Hey, hey, watch it! Hey, it all grows. <laughs> Bubbles you're just moving around having a good time mm-hmm. and at one point I think your eyes sort of flicker open in the middle of this beat you're dancing to that no one else can hear and you see something maybe you hadn't really noticed before something a little odd amongst all the children running around and playing and just being wild and crazy you see one that just stands out Tio, describe where you're standing and what you're doing
2: uh, Tio is in the darkest corner of the room, maybe like under the stairwell or something. Yeah. And she's just playing by herself with her back turned to the rest of the room.
0: <laughs> oh, no. It's so sad. Content.
2: Perfectly content. Tell
0: me all about Tio. What does what, she look like?
2: Tio, um, as we know, is human. She wears a, a long, loose-fitting black dress. She has thin, wispy red hair. Um, Her teeth aren't all in yet. (laughs) There's a lot of space. There's a lot of gum. Her lips are always chapped and cracked. Uh, Even her hands are dry and they have all these cuticles and they're a little red from where she picks them.
0: (laughs) We're do you just make characters like this? <laughs> it's so wild.
2: Well, this is my backup for fantasy pants. Oh, okay, that yeah. makes sense.
0: <laughs> With those stats, <laughs> pretty sure some of those stats you rolled are higher than Zebulon's, and you use a d oh, twenty. Oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> you're
0: totally right. Yeah, exactly. Oh gosh, uh, he's forty six, but still one versus four, and you like outrolled Zebulon <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. in some places.
0: Amazing. Um, so we see Tio now what 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 What? what are you here? you're not newer, are you? um
2: well, I guess you tell me how long Tio has been here. The only thing I know about Tio is that she showed up at the front door late on a stormy night just by herself with her red balloon and no other explanation
0: Wow just this wet scary baby
3: mm-hmm. that is magnificent. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's say six months. Okay. So, in the time you came here, well, you've never known uh, uh, certain characters that are to come in this story, and, and you've never really known the past that we discussed in our little opener. That was before your time. But here you are at Lady Chastity's, still friendless, still alone. Maybe you like it that way. And, Bubbles, you see Tio just sitting under the stairs, totally alone. What do you do?
3: Uh, I think I, I kind of walk past her initially but kind of do like a second take you know like I got, he kind of walks in if you're if you're viewing from her view you kind of see bubbles walk just all the way across the screen and out of frame
2: oh yeah
3: and then he backpedals <laughs> then <up>. back pedal yeah
2: <laughs> back into
3: the frame and as i'm backpedaling, i'm still bobbing up and down jamming <laughs> you know and i'm just gonna i'm gonna reach out and just grab the back of her arm and try to pull her up to dance with me hey Hey, do you want to dance?
2: <laughs> um, Tio turns around. Be careful not to squish any of my friends. And she holds her other hand out, and she has, like, four or five spiders crawling all over no, her hand. No. <laughs> that she's been playing with under the stairs. No! <laughs>
0: uh.
3: Sorry, David.
0: <laughs> I hate him so much.
3: Uh... Awkward pause as Bubbles takes stock of the situation here.
0: Well, I guess they can come through. <laughs> you guys dancing? Uh,
2: okay. And yeah, Tio does a little like like a bottom half dance, like her top half's not moving, but she's like shuffling <laughs> her feet to try to dance
3: with uh, with Bubbles. <laughs> and Bubbles grabs the hand that's not covered in spiders. <laughs> And deliberately holds the opposite hand way away from the spiders <laughs> and keeps start bobbing up and down and kind of pulls her arm up and down, up and down, trying to get her moving everywhere. Hell yeah.
2: You're really loud. Um, <laughs> my name's Tio. I'm Bubbles. <laughs> nice to meet you, Tio. Thanks, Bubbles. Nice to meet you.
0: Two of you are dancing, and I think you're almost like losing track of space just a little bit as you dance, and maybe just shifting, not far backwards, but shifting, you know, as you move, your body's moving slightly out from under those stairs, slightly back into the larger, more communal area.
2: It's a little bright. Tio's
0: kind of squinting her eyes a little bit. And as you kind of step out, some big kid chasing us, a smaller kid kind of like runs past, excuse me, and just runs by you. And this larger, like, half-orc child, just... <laughs> probably about, like, six or seven years old, a little bigger than you guys, uh, comes running and almost tumbles right into you. He goes,
1: Hey! Whoa! Hey, watch it!
0: What the heck, man? Um, kind of barely sort of dodges out of your way. And then he looks down to the floor before you. Oh, gross! Oh, spider! Spider! Oh, smash it! Smashes it! And he goes to smash... One of your friends.
2: Ooh. um, What do you do? Tio's not going to allow that. Um, She wants to push him back.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, you're going to make it for a push here. We're going to call this a muscly roll. And it's going to be uh, basically, I'm going to do the same roll.
2: Yep. D6 plus my adventurousness.
0: Yes. This kid's pretty big.
2: Just a six. This
0: kid's pretty big. I rolled a one.
2: Excellent. So, uh, <laughs>
0: I believe with the stats, let me just double check this. Ties go to the attacker. Uh, it's five. Oh, sweet. It's literally a five. I just I want to make sure it wasn't also a, a, a tied six. But yeah, so you push him. He tries, ah, and he stumbles over, trips over a block behind him. goes sprawling down the ground, rolling across. Um, the spider just skitters away under the stairs safe. But this kid stands back up and he looks mad. Oh, boy. Now, here's what's going to happen here. Do you guys intend... He looks like he's coming after you. We can take turns now, which is basically going to be rolling for initiative. We're going to roll for turns, taking turns, um, because this kid is... He's coming at you now. So let's jump into this. Let's do our first little baby combat. Combat. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, guys. We're making a... This is going to be taking turns, uh, basically to establish who's taking their turn first. It's a simple 1d6 roll. So... We're all gonna roll one d six. Sounds good. We're gonna see who goes first. Ties, uh, you gotta play rock paper scissors. Excellent. That's awesome. None of this going on scissors uh, nonsense. You gotta go on shoot. That's in the rules. Rock paper
2: scissors shoot. shoot.
0: That's in the rules. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So I can show you.
2: Shouldn't have to be said, but I'm glad they said it. Let's do it. To got a five. Okay.
3: Bubbles got a six. Oh
0: my god! I got a two. So Uh,
3: wonderful. (laughs)
0: Uh, you're up first, Bubbles, and let's talk about what's going to happen here. When you have your turn, you get three different actions. You get uh, you get to do, um, things. Three different things, right? Okay. You can do a big thing, a little thing, and a moving thing. Okay. A big thing is going to be, like, an attack, special ability, using your knack, something like that. Little thing is going to be, uh, using an item, picking something up. Um, yeah, just, just like, just if there's an ability, an attack ability that says it's a little thing, you can do that. Um... And a moving thing is going to be going from one range to another. And that's what's important in this system, is there's no feet measured range. Uh, Everything is theater of the mind. And the way measurements basically go is is there's, uh, there's flailing range, which is kind of like your typical melee. There's spitting range, sort of your typical medium range, close distance. If you can spit on them, they're in spitting range. And there's flinging range. If you can throw something at them, they're flinging range. So yeah, you want to hit somebody? You got to go two ranges closer if they're in flinging range to get to flailing range. Right.
2: So we're not like really that. moving by five foot squares. We're just moving by range.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And at the start of this guy, this this guy is already in flailing range. Okay. To both of you because he just literally was there and just fell over.
3: Okay.
0: He's he's getting back up now and he's looking angry. Uh, when this all starts, so bubbles, you get the jump.
3: Okay. Um, can I, can bubbles pull Teal back into spitting range?
0: I was just going to move back.
3: Okay. Okay, so Bubbles is going to... I mean, I guess I could be within flailing range for this, too. But in any case, Bubbles is going to step in front of Tio. Between this kid and Tio. You mess with my friends and my (laughs) friend's friend. You get to know why they call me Bubbles. Oh, God! Oh, no. (gasps) Oh. He's flinging snot. No!
0: I audible gasped. Oh, no. Okay, all right. Uh, oh, my God. What role is this? Yeah. I can change that if that if this doesn't work. No, I'm interested. This is basically just going to be an attack type. Um, We're going to call this... I think it should be adventurous. It's, it's kind of more based on, like, you know, measurement distance. You're kind of like, you know, moving your body, arcing your body in a way to shoot this thing right at him. Mm-hmm. I think I like adventurous for this.
2: Yeah, I think adventurous works, yeah. or I think cuteness could work, but... Especially where your stats are the same. It doesn't make a huge difference. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: fair. Yeah, cuteness like <laughs> it work too, even though this is decidedly not cute. It's right. so gross, but it's based <laughs> on a cute quality. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess whatever it's going to be, it's going to be a five. So give me a five and a d6.
3: Okay. That's a two on the die, so it's going to be a seven.
0: Okay, and the way this works is I'm going to basically use the same roll to counter you. Okay. So you're doing adventurous. I uh, will say do this. I'm going to try to like weave out of the way with it. Um, so here we go. Ooh, that's a six on the die. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so that's going to be a six plus four for a ten. Ooh, yikes! Yeah, that's a you yeah, know that's a defend. Yeah. So he, man, just just barely duck out of the way. Hey, that's that's gross. Ew. Um, you started it.
2: <laughs> uh, Tio. All right. Uh, Tio's gonna do a move thing, step back into spitting range, and then a small thing. She's gonna reach down to pick up the spider and hold it to sort of show it to this this kid and her big thing is uh, is gonna be spitting some spider facts. she's gonna say <laughs> don't don't squish that that's a that's a dwarven bark spider just uh-huh. only found in Madagascar uh- and they have the toughest spider silk ever measured uh- so I'm gonna use <laughs> I'm gonna use brainy to make a, an attack
0: I love it I love it. That's an eight. An eight. Okay. So I'm using my precociousness to dodge, to, to, to basically counter this. Um,
2: hold on. I'm trying to decide. Yeah, let's start this off. Let's start this off strong. I'm gonna use my know it all perk and add plus two to that. Make it a ten. Oh. So I can't use that again until we take a break.
0: Okay. All right. It's a ten. This is rough. This is rough for a reason. I'll tell you in just a moment. That is a four for me.
2: Oh, okay. Ooh. He had a super low. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of wasted my know-it-all for this break, but that's okay. Yeah. I wanted to use it.
0: So this is what's great. That means the difference between our abilities is going to be the damage I take. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. And Whoa. this kid is weak to oh precociousness. God. Sit down, in general. kid. So literally, you, you start rattling these facts, and he's just... Uh, uh, and drool to run down his his chin, and all of a he goes, "You're boring."
1: <laughs> uh, and he just kind of like storms away, just oh arms, just
0: walks away. Excellent. Angrily. Um, <laughs> one one hit KO. What a KO that guy!
2: <laughs> would would it have been a KO without the plus two?
0: Um, no. Oh, okay. Then I go. feel a lot better about that. Go, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that was. That was good. That was real good. Hell yeah. Uh, wow. So he just, like, starts moving away, looking real upset, and the spiders skittle happily around your arms, like, like you know, thankfully, mm-hmm. their family didn't get squashed. You t- the two of you have a moment, in just a moment of, uh, I guess, what's, what's passing between you right now? Because this was kind of a, you had a little exchange right there. Bubbles just called you a friend.
2: Do you like the dwarven bark spider? And <laughs> she holds it out as it's walking around the tip of her finger.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, Thor, let me see. And Bubble sticks his finger out too, and To touches his
2: finger with the spider on it, and maybe the spider crawls onto to. to Bubbles' hand for a second. Uh,
0: uh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? It's okay.
2: He doesn't want to hurt you. This <laughs> feels weird.
3: It feels <laughs> weird. Take him back. Take him back.
2: Okay. And Theo grabs the the spider back off of uh off of Bubbles' hand.
3: How do you know so much? I
2: I can almost read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, dude. Almost is so key here. <laughs>
2: How, or how, or how, how does one almost read you'd have to be able to read to know it <laughs> Oh, that makes sense,
0: but if you can read you also couldn't really know it You'd have to only know how to right. almost read to yeah. understand how to almost well, I, read I,
2: I, I can read some of the
3: words
0: <laughs> uh, That makes sense.
3: Okay, that's an acceptable answer <laughs> I'm pretty smart for four
0: um, You're having this conversation and then you kind of realize almost a shift in momentum around you. Like, the children near you seem like they're kind of parting and moving away. And you log up, and you see that half-orc kid is coming back, and he's pulling on the apron of a nurse.
1: This is the ones! They have spiders, and they're gross, and they scared me!
2: Ooh. Um, Tio wants to put the spiders in her pocket.
0: Okay. So they take them out of sight. Well, say your, your friends, they crawl in there, uh, and these, you see... Uh, uh, Two nurses are actually moving towards you. The one that's being pulled by, the, by the, uh, their, her white apron is a uh, dragonborn woman. Um, you know this nurse. Her name's Gertie Gray. She's kind of, she, she hangs around a lot. Um, she's kind of no, she has this sort of uh, uh, too wide smile, these watery eyes. I always feel like she's kind of on the edge. Big old round bowling ball of a body, clothed in just like a black dress. She's got her frilly white apron. She's got long tentacle like dragonborn spines, sort of almost curled like aggressively around, like framing her face. And she comes standing over, just like, all right, all right, what's going on over here? What's happening? Um, Next to her, there's a little halfling uh, uh, woman as well, sort of fair haired, tight in a tight bun, kind of going on, just like, uh, sort of silently kind of at her side. they probably were having a conversation so this conversation shifted when this boy uh, came running to them and so she's kind of just like letting Gertie Gray handle all this um, but Gertie says all right what's going on huh hey you you're the K.O. what's your name
2: um, T.O. just points to the to the boy and says we were playing and he was mean well yeah he started
0: it that doesn't surprise me and she looks down with a kind of a scolding glare but looks up at you but, you there, you said you had spiders? You know you can't play with spiders.
2: We were playing pretend.
0: Oh, my gosh. Actually, you know what? I want you to re-roll for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe deceiving someone is Guile.
2: That's a, that's a 12.
0: Oh, all right. All right. That's, look, Bezor, look. You can't just come to me for any little thing, all right? I don't care if this pretend game's not going the way you like it. You can't just bother the nurses. We got too much going on, honestly. Oh, my goodness. And she kind of turns to, to like, move away. And then but, but, oh, it's like, go to the corner. he just, oh, yeah, just fists towards you guys and sort of storms away. She just kind of shakes her head and turns. As I was saying, yes, yeah, it's Alphonse's last night tonight. He's cleaning up and leaving. He's fully retiring, so, yeah, I went in the old ward earlier today.
2: You did what?
0: The two of them just clean their conversation now just right beside you. Yeah, that's right. It was, uh, well, it was as bad as they say. I honest, I I couldn't believe it, but there was, uh, well, a thing or two to make it worth my time, if you know what I'm saying, doll.
1: You, oh.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, we don't get paid what we could be getting paid here, Lady Chastity. Sometimes you gotta take it in your own hands, right? Well, information from me, all right? Just, just, you know, I want to check it out yourself. Um,
3: but what are you, what are you talking about?
0: Huh? Uh, what? Hey. The ruse what has mean? been spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't even notice. They kind of thought you just, you guys just left. You guys are standing there staring. Uh, get, get, get out of here, little kids. You go play. Go play. What, this is grown-up nurse talk, all right? We, we don't want you here. Okay. You don't need to know anything. Go play with your toys. All right? No alright, sweetie. Big smile. Alright, do you want to go play with your toys and let the nurses have the conversation in and peace and, and comfort and all that? Do you want to do that? You guys are boring anyway. <sighs> Ugh, honestly. And they turn to move away. As they do. You notice something, Tio. And it's not something you notice visually at first. Tio, you've always been different. You've always had some strange connection to forces that maybe you don't fully understand. You communicate with spiders. You, you see things in the walls other kids don't see, strange little visions. Sometimes you hear things, sometimes you have strange dreams. As this nurse, this Gertie Gray turns away from you, sticking from the edge of our apron, a pocket, you see a little chain, like a necklace. And as your eyes fall on it, you hear crying. In your mind, <laughs> help, help! And she walks away. At least she starts to. And you feel this connection for a moment. You felt something, some connection to that that chain, something in her her pocket. But as she moves away, <laughs> that feeling begins to fade fast.
2: Um, Tia looks at Bubbles and just says two words: Bubbles, chain and points to the nurse and T.O. starts to move towards
3: the nurse. Okay. I think Bubbles just stands there for a second. Uh, what? <laughs> and then starts hobbling really fast behind her.
0: Uh, hell yes.
3: We have to get it. I want it.
2: <laughs> have, have to get what? And she just ignores you and keeps walking.
3: What? We have to get what? What, what are you talking about?
0: All right. So, you guys go together and you're moving up towards them. Now, let me explain the situation to you. Yeah. As these nurses come by, the babies around seem to start clearing away because they don't want to get caught. They don't want to get in trouble. Gertie Gray can, she doles out timeouts like there's no no one's business. Um, She's a scary nurse. Uh, You see that chain is still hanging from her pocket, but the halfling nurse uh, by her side is on that side of her talking. If you make a move now, it's going to be very difficult. You need to find a way to get her distracted or out of there. And they're moving fast. You're like, try, do everything to keep up. As they're just walking. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. It's so gross. And Alphonse, the man, I mean, he's a deer. And it's so bad what happened to him. But the man has to go. He simply has to go. He's had his time here for too long. Too long, I say. Uh-huh.
2: Oh, yes, yes, I agree. Tio pulls one of the spiders out of her pocket. <laughs> she looks at Bubbles and says, Distraction. And she flings the spider at, um, Gertie is the nurse with the, with the chain. Yes. Flings the spider. (laughs) No shit. At, at the back of Gertie's head.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. I think this is going to have to be trying to decide between muscly or nimble.
2: Nimble sounds good I mean like any of those are they're all adventurous adventurous.
0: Yeah, you're, adventurous you're trying to get this thing just right, so you take the spider out. I love that like we have to assume that your inventory right now is just spiders. <laughs> <laughs> you said three spiders in your inventory. Um so yeah, you, you, you grab a spider, you get ready, and you fling. Give me a roll. Um,
2: come on, baby. This is not my best stat. Ah, three plus two, five.
0: Okay. Mm. I'm going to counter that. I'll say, in this case, I'm gonna take a step back for a quick second here. I wanna discuss some of the rules. We can keep this in or not, up to you. Yeah, no, no, we should. Okay, so, uh, in this case, I feel like I'd be countering it with more like my awareness rather than my, because I'm not aware this is happening. So you're trying to to aim, but I'm trying to like, be aware of it so I can sort of dodge out of the way. Should Mm -hmm. I counter with uh, essentially like, cuteness, like nosiness? Or should I counter with adventurousness to match what you're doing?
2: Um, well yeah it's 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 sitter call, I think to the default is you counter with the same skill type, but it's sitter's call if you have a really good reason why a different why a different skill would work.
0: Okay. I will stick with adventurousness in this case. I don't think it's a strong enough reason to shift it. Sure so we'll stick with the default, which is going to be an eight <sighs> so. Um, almost by accident you just throw it and she just goes oh hang on darling and she turns like some kids like running by and trips and she like ducks to like help him up like hey hey get up go to timeout!" and as she ducks down it goes over her head and like lands on the floor somewhere and just skitters up to, up to the wall and like uh, gone she stands back up again Ugh. these children I swear they get worse every day now what was I saying oh yeah Alphonse the darling that, let's, and she keeps walking you weren't noticed this time if you keep this up though
3: I think Bubbles has an idea. Um, So we got to figure out a name for slight mistakes for this one. Not wedgies, maybe like poopy pants or poopy diapers. (laughs) Diaper rash? I don't know, diaper rash. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't have a diaper rash. The diaper rash. Uh, So my number one tough kid headband, I mean, this is irrelevant, but I forgot to add that it allows one point of damage reduction per combat. Oh, cool. But also in my inventory, I have a set of clacky medicine balls. Oh... What are clacky medicine balls? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Like, I think of a medicine ball, I think one of those big-ass, you know, things that you do in, like, PE class. Right, right. In, but, in,
2: in my PE class, medicine balls were, like, they were, like, smaller than a soccer ball, but they were foam, and that's what we played dodgeball with.
3: Right. I am i don't know. Let me Google this. Just imagine I'm that. Kind that of, I'm kind of imagining that they're, the like, clackier. they're, like, the metal balls that, like, when you, like, roll them around in your hands, they make, like, the chiming noise. I'm not sure what those are called.
0: Maybe a medicine ball is just a ball that's heavier than it looks? I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, it's at least a ball that
3: makes a clacking sound.
0: We can agree with that? Yes,
3: and they're and they're clearly small enough to have on me. Right. So yeah. uh Teo, let me uh, let me try this, hold on. And I'm going to roll the medicine balls between them. Okay. Okay. In hopes that maybe they'll Reach down to pick them up or maybe kind of trip over them a little bit.
0: I want from you two rolls, I believe, here. Okay. I First, I want a cool roll because you're coming up right behind these guys. You're pulling out this decidedly noisy thing, and you guys are straight up following them at this point. You tried one thing already. I want to see – I actually want both of you to roll a cool roll okay. before we go through with this.
3: Okay. Um, would it make a difference? I don't, I don't know if I should add this now or before, but I think – it's not going to be just the balls that are part of the distraction. I think I'm going to run in between them. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oops, oops, oops. And, like, pick up the balls and kind of bang them around a little bit and kind of push.
0: That will make it because you're not trying to stay up and sneak. Uh, in this case, I'll just have you. You can run forward. You're going to roll Guile. Okay. This is basically you're me tricking them. So, um. One sec.
3: That's max 11. Six on the die.
0: Nice. Okay, in this case, I'm not going to contest it with anything because I'm just giving this a flat DC because you're not really doing something directly. You're just moving through them. So you pass them. You oh, sorry. You drop it in. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, th- this is a tripping hazard. What are you doing? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. I got holes in my pocket. Oh they my just fall. Gosh. I'm sorry. Um,
2: during this distraction, Tio wants to, I don't know if we're in like combat, but no. Tio wants to step into flailing range. Um, to try to take advantage of the confusion.
0: Okay, here's what's happening. Um, halfling Woman immediately ducks down start picking these up. Uh, Gertie Gray does as well. They turn away from me and start picking these balls. Oh my gosh, one of these children is going to get themselves hooked in these things. I'm picking these up. Uh, get out of here. Get out of here, you booger kid. Get out of here. And waving you off. Um, bubbles. Ugh. That wasn't nice. That wasn't nice. I'll give you a timeout so fast, uh, but yeah, they're they're both
2: distracted. Okay, so I'm thinking I, I maybe want to use a a crafty roll to kick one of the medicine balls a little further out um, to to Ooh. maybe cause Gertie to reach a little further to bend in a different direction <laughs> to further you know get her her vision uh, off of me.
0: Okay, that would be not necessarily crafty. That would also be Guile. Okay,
2: Guile's fine too.
0: Crafty is kind of like your knowledge of lay chassis and the people here. So if you ever want to like know okay. a thing or two about somebody, real crafty on them.
2: Gotcha. All right, so I'm going to roll Guile. Just a one plus six is seven.
0: Okay. So you're trying to trick them. They're already kind of on edge with just a seven. You go to move. You're basically running past uh, trying to do this, and as you go to kick, A hand reaches out and, like, grabs onto you. Gertie Gray's sort of large clawed hand sort of grabs you by the shoulder and pulls you back. Hey, what are you doing? We're trying to clean here. Wait a minute. You're that... And you're that kid. Are you two following us? What's the matter, huh? You guys want a timeout? Because I'll give you a timeout if that's what you want. He
2: dropped balls. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And, and can I maybe use cuteness to try and to try and gain some sympathy? We just oh. we just dropped our balls and we're trying to get them back.
0: Oh yeah, the, the, she's she's kind of hot right now. Uh, just kind of like get out here and you got you, you do this. You look up, real cute. You got these big war walk eyes. Um, yeah, Give me that roll five plus four nine a nine. Okay, um, I actually am going to contest this. That's staying in. I'll give you guys the. I, I just rolled it.
2: And nah, it fell outside on the, floor. the box. Outside the right. box. Outside so the box. It was in that <laughs> one,
0: you fools. Yeah, I know, but even still. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Even All right. still.
2: It's
0: pretty good. That is an eight. So you had a nine, correct? Yeah. Okay. She just looks at you. <sighs> Look, honey, it's it's all right, it's all right. But we're just we're having a very stressful day here, all right. So just if you don't mind, we're gonna we're gonna pick these up. So why don't you guys go play elsewhere? Okay. She's warmed up to you, but she's not. She's jogging a timeout, and she's not immediately right. shooting you off. You have a window here.
2: Yeah. So chain
0: is dangling, and I will tell you right now, the other woman is still on the ground, nose to the ground, just picking up these balls. Okay.
2: So so if I was like. If, if Tio was just like, okay, we'll walk away, I'll go play somewhere else, and she walks by, would it be like a nimble role to try to grab the chain?
0: I would say so. Okay. Yeah. Nimble or maybe guile, because it's, it's still like a stealthy maneuver. we we'll nimble, mix it up a little bit.
2: So so what what are we calling the difference between nimble and guile? I'm trying to think of a way that
0: I can... So guile is, actually, no guile is, is, is like, basically uh, you're lying or you're... So this wouldn't be Guile. Guile is you're lying or Guile is you're trying to see if somebody else is lying. Nimble is going to be your, your balance or athleticism. And actually, in this case, I think it would be cool. That's more stealth, uh, trickery, chicanery, toddler aloofness. That's based on cuteness. All I right. would say cool is what you're going to need for this one because okay. you need to, like, slip this out without being noticed. Grabbing it isn't hard. Right. Grabbing it without being noticed is hard.
2: Okay. All right. Well, I don't have any perks or knacks for, for cool, so we're just going to roll straight up cool.
0: Ooh, okay.
2: Five plus three.
0: Five plus three. Okay. Five plus three. Ooh, tie goes to the attacker. Actually, I make double chore of this. Five plus four. Uh, oh. I just, I just, I just double checked it. Yes, I, I, my mistake. Five plus four. Damn. Oh man. Oh boy. Your hand reaches out. You take it, and I'll say this. It fully, because it's so close. You fully slide it out of the pocket, and as your hand touches, there's just moment. Huh? You hear like a voice perking up. Who? Who are you? And before you can answer, hey, hey, what are you, what are you doing with that? Gertie Gray turns on you with fire in her eyes.
2: Um, um. (laughs) This is bad. Tio maybe wants to fling it.
0: Fling okay. Tio
2: wants to fling it. Fling where? Um, well, crafty is knowing knowing the place, right? Yeah. So, is there a crafty place that I can throw it where I know that I can go retrieve it later? Give me a crafty roll. Oh my god. And I've got my permanent plus one to crafty. That's a ten. A ten. Holy shit.
0: Okay, okay. What can I give you with a ten?
2: Maybe like a chandelier, or you know what I mean. I don't. I don't know. You tell me.
0: Tio, you have a split second. Your eyes jump from one thought to another, looking all around you. And they settle on something that I think is probably quite familiar to you. The bookshelf. Mm. Right by your side, this sort of rickety old bookshelf. Uh, one that you've probably learned a lot of spider facts on in time, where you may have learned to almost read. You see this stand there, and you see like there's a, the top of the shelf is just high enough that this sort of shorter, squatter Dragon Ball could not reach it without some sort of assistance. You have a moment. I'll give you a chance to toss this onto there.
2: Yeah, absolutely. She's going to fling it up as high as she can onto the bookshelf.
0: Okay. Okay. Give me muscly. This is eraser trying to get a high throw. Oh my, my God.
2: Ones. All right, max on the die, six plus three.
0: It's a nine. With a nine, this sails up. It's not terribly, terribly tall. <laughs> Lands over the top. The chain is barely poking over the edge. And she's, oh, what did you? Look what you did. Oh, she goes, to reach over. Ah, ah. Oh, tiptoes. Oh, I'm going to get a stool. And when I get back, you're getting the time out of your life. And she storms away. Um, the half woman just, oh, wait. Oh, oh. And just runs after her. You know one other thing about this bookshelf with your earlier 10. It is rickety. And with one good shove, it could slant just enough to slide this thing back Ooh, off. Nice. You've had some near misses where you maybe like leaned on a little too hard or someone bumped it and books came tumbling down uh, you know throughout your life here uh, in these last six months. You can count on this.
2: All right. So, so Tia goes up
3: to the bookshelf, she puts two hands on it.
2: Bubbles, Help. Oh oh I'm coming,
3: I'm coming. And I grab grab the last last of my medicine balls, shove them back in my pocket. My pocket without the holes. And then I go over. And can we do like a
2: like a group muscly roll, or is it not a hard check?
0: Um, you can absolutely do a group muscly roll. All right, nice. It's it needs to be a decent decent hit. Um Okay.
3: Yes. So are we just adding our totals? We'll is see that, what we each is get. That how I do. It? Ooh, that's just a four for a T.O., that is a seven for Bubbles.
0: Okay. I got to look group, group rolls work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if there is a rule for group rolls. Yeah.
0: Um, because I'm not entirely sure, I think it makes sense in this scenario at any rate to combine. Because with what you're doing, it's not hard. You have like time. You're just trying to move this thing enough. The two of you together trying to like push this thing. It's going to be what we consider a hard challenge. So what is it combined?
3: Uh, Eleven,
0: I
1: think.
3: Oh. You, you got four. I yeah. got seven. Okay. Oh, no, wait. That was musly, wasn't it? That was musly, right? It is muscly. So I got eight because I have my permanent plus one to muscly as well. Okay. So we got 12.
0: 12. Um, with the 12, you hit it. It shifts. Necklace uh, goes down. I'll say this. That's just barely almost enough to get this thing. I was looking for a 13 on this as your combined roll. So you guys hit the shelf. It slants. The necklace Unravels and hangs, but it's still hanging from a corner. Uh, you need to find a way to reach it. It's still out of your reach unless you can find a way to gain some gain some, gain some height. But it's just hanging there, and it as it's kind of swinging there, and your eyes falling at Tio again, just help, please, before she comes back. Help, help. In your mind, if one
2: of us were to stand on the other, would that be high enough?
0: I think that would be high enough. That was okay. about,
3: I was about to say.
0: Tio, Tio, come stand on my shoulders. Stand on my shoulders.
3: And I kind of bend my knees a little bit.
0: All right. I'm going to need just a a pretty easy nimble roll to just keep your balance.
3: Okay, nimble for me? For you. Okay.
2: Nine, max on the die.
0: Okay, that's fine. Uh, You climb on top. uh, You reach up, and you pluck the necklace. As you do, you can hear like a, "Ah, ah, ah, quick, quick, she's going to come back. We got to go, we got to go. This voice in your head. Um, You feel this, you, you realize this necklace in your hands. This is heart-shaped. There seems to be a little, like, knob on it that can be pulled to open it. Looks like it's some kind of locket. You have it in hand, but what do you want to do now?
2: I don't want time out. <laughs> run. Okay. Um.
0: Well, where, where are we running?
2: Do we know of any good spots to run and hide?
0: I mean, that staircase seemed like a pretty good one.
2: Okay. Um, Start off there. If you want to roll something
0: better, give me another uh, crafty.
2: Yeah, let me do a crafty roll to see. We can fall back on the staircase, but let me do a crafty roll to see if we know a better spot. 11.
0: 11, wow. Uh, In the northern district of this sort of communal play area, that is where the pajama kids have built, like, this incredible blanket pillow fort. Um, It is quite massive. In nurses can't fit in there without like destroying it Excellent. so to get deep inside there uh, there are crevices and places in this pillow fort that like have not been seen in weeks um, <laughs> so you could you could head that way dive in find a good spot there
2: All right. Um, Tio wordlessly grabs Bubbles hand and starts to run towards the blanket fort
0: whoa whoa where'd we going? blanket fort <laughs> oh okay um, you weave your way to the blanket fort, and pretty easily you pass by, wave hi to the pajama kids. Hello, hey Uh, you move past them deeper in. Um, they're just they're kind of weird kids. No one really hangs out with the blanket kids, um, pajama kids. You <laughs> dive down to the back of the fort. You find a nice sort of dark place, and you like dark places. Maybe this is somewhere you frequented.
2: Mm. Yeah, um, maybe she's familiar. Yeah.
0: Probably a lot of spiders back here. Exactly. As you sort of turn some last corner, you know that you are safe. You know that you have a moment alone. What do you do?
2: There's a girl in this locket, and she needs our help. And Tio opens the locket.
0: You open the locket, and immediately you see... We'll say maybe there's like a slight crack in the top, shining a little bit of light down. Like like two blankets, kind of barely parting, drooping down above you. There's one crack of light from the outside room, falls down right on this picture. I
2: love the like the image of like we were talking about earlier, how like a stair uh, a hallway can be a valley. Yeah. We're like we're in this blanket fort, but the the like camera shot is like so far back, and it (laughs) looks like such a cavernous. (laughs) It looks like we're in a cave and there's (laughs) like
0: chapel before yeah
2: and there's just this sunbeam just shining through in this one little spot where she opens the
0: locket with the light you open this locket and immediately see two pictures you see a man with like black sort of slicked back hair looks human big mustache just puffy thing just all over the place in like a a sort of salt and pepper um five o'clock shadow big old nose in very very kind eyes and you see this gorgeous woman with this sort of swirling brown hair, this huge smile and as you're kind of seeing these two images, right before two of you, right in this little like beam of light shining down a translucent image of a girl you see this little girl standing before you you see like long dress, not Unlike your own, sort of drooping down to the floor, you see patches all along it, but they're—you could see through them. It's—it's it's like this is part of her, her form, but also it is the clothing she wears. You see, sort of long hair running down her back, just a real mess. You see, her dimpled cheeks and big, wide eyes, running with phantom tears, and she just kind of looks between two of you. Huh? I—I'm taking form. You can, can you see me? You can see me, right? You're looking at me.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh my God, no one's looked at me for, uh. Just counting our fingers. Uh, uh, this many. Holds up like three fingers. That's three. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, oh. My name is Valerie, and I need you to help me, please. And we'll call it there.
3: Quick vamp. What's vamping? I don't know. Just... I don't know what vamping is.
0: Hey little, little the cat in the fiddle. The cat jumped over the moon. Jump in. <laughs> 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 <sighs>